The views and opinions expressed by the hosts do not state or reflect those of the company and its management. Any assumptions, views, and insinuations made by the hosts or guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. Listener discretion is advised. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. This theater is equipped with signal jammers to prevent cell phone interference with the theater's sound and communications equipment. We urge you to switch off your cell phones to prevent battery drain and other accidental sound emissions. Welcome everybody to Third World Cinema Club. I'm John Tawasil from Present Confusion. I'm DJ Ramones from ReverseDelay.net. I am Princess Kinok of Film Police Reviews. I am Jim of Jimmy Lee Colati Papa. Hello, I'm Engelbert Rafferty of Film Police Reviews. Louis Baharom of Cinephilia.ph. Ayun, so punta tayo kaya no. Excuse me, miss, miss, miss. Yes. So, isa tong film ng, ano ba to? Q Cinema ba to? Q Cinema. Q Cinema 2019. Yes. Uh-huh. Kung saan siya nanalo huh? ng, if I'm not mistaken, yung Audience Choice Award siya yung nanalo. Uh-oh. So, may parang pedigree ng Cinemalaya behind this. This was directed mm-hmm. by Sonny Calvento, who directed Nabubulok. And this was written by Arden Rod Condes, yan, friend of the pod, who directed yes. last year's Cinemalaya Best Film, John Denver Trending. So, so, pero, pero ibang-iba siya sa John Denver Trending. Very, very light, very humorous. So, ayun. Uh, Even from nabubulok, eh, no? parang layo niya. Layo niya sa nabubulok eh. Yan nga, tama. <laughs> so, ano, tama ba si, anong mag-ano, si DJ? Ay, Ay, ikaw pala, sorry. <laughs> Iniiwasan mo ko. Then, then. Princess, what 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 are, are your thoughts on excuse me, miss, miss, miss? Ayan, so, um, I'm very grateful na pinalabas siya ulit sa cinema, Laya. Kasi hindi ko siya nakita sa ano, sa screening niya ng Q-Cinema. Pero, well-deserving siya for audience choice kasi um, very... Um, in touch sa madla yung editing niya, yung pagiging baliw niya, um, and yung tema na kinatry niyang i- i-push through, which is again, sa ano, cinematic universe na mga pagod na. Ayun. Um, actually, for me, na- nakikita ko pa rin si Arden Road dito, or yung style niya ng pagsusulat. Mm-hmm. Kasi yung dialogue nila, although, um, I don't know, some somewhere nabasa ko na ang cute-cute and ang galing-galing umarte ng bida. Pero for me, hindi siya ganun. Hindi ganun yung register niya. Um, I think it would have been more effective if it if it was given to someone more theatrical, more powerful, and more expressive than than the lead. Pero buti na lang nandun si Bob Bijeli, Jibeli, or basta si Bob, yung manager niya, and si Angelina Canapi. Bob Jibeli. Ayun, basta yung uh, manager nila. Um, na si, si Angelina Kanapi. Kanapi. Uh, Kanapi. Uh, Kanapi. And si 
si Bob. <laughs> Ayun. So, it's a good thing na meron siyang uh, dalawang supporting characters. Um, I love the music. Tsaka yung, mahilig kasi ako sa outro na, uh, yung out credits niya. So, may pagkakadesign na parang mm-hmm. very swift, very professional, very unemotional, very non-personal. Na parang ganun din yung tema kasi ng film na parang tinatry niyang i-evoke sa'yo na ito yung realidad na um, ang mga employees dito ay under um, not prepaid properly. Tapos ang daming responsibilities. Very impossible to achieve. Pero you have to achieve it. You know. Yeah. So, maganda yung pagkakagawa. Minor flaws lang. Sana they could have um, given a better or given the role to someone else who could actually portray. Especially yung nabaliw siya na part. Lalo nung may na uh, nalaman niya yung secret ng boss niya kung bakit kaya niyang i-achieve lahat ng tasks. Okay. Um, and, yun. That's it. So, guys, any more thoughts about Excuse Me, Miss, Miss, Miss? Kasi we saw, I saw it at um, Pew Cinema mm-hmm. last year. And a, a friend of mine, his name is Mac John Bautista. I think he couldn't have put the entirety of the short film better. Um, he described it kasi as more of like a free jazz band wherein every single technical aspect all the way to the screenplay and the direction of the film contributed to what made it such a crowd pleaser. Yung editing, yung cinematography, and of course how absurdism was played in uh, the themes that it's trying to portray, which is of course about contractualization and uh-huh. and the topics that are very timely to this date. Ayun. So it's like all of the things that were necessary to create a film, they all worked well together to create such a beautiful ensemble. And I agree with Ate Cess regarding the lead actress. I think with a more powerful actress, because it's a very huge contrast eh, between her and Miles Canapi. I mean, that's the Miles Canapi. Napaka-powerful ng acting niya always. So, it would have been better if it was given to someone who... Yun, Rafiano, if you were the casting director, who would you dream cast for this role? Which young actress? If dream actress, Angelica Panganiban. Because mm-hmm. yung, yung, remember yung, ano niya, yung thread ng humor niya in Here Comes the Pride, it, I think it will work well with, with, uh, ano, with, with, excuse me, Miss, Miss, Miss. Minus, of course, the makeup, the frills, and everything. Mm. How about sa akin si ano oh, si Elora. Siya yung na-imagine ko especially nung nag-freak out siya na nakita niya na basta yun yung secret ng manager niya. Parang pwede niyang masabi yung ha? Tapos parang uh, sumigaw siya din dun sa stocko. Feel niyo kaya bagay si Barbie Fortesa dito? Pwede. Pwede. Parang maliit na medyo cute ang peg. Pero oh. hindi ko lang alam yung capacity niya for comedy eh. Pero... Uy, kaya-kaya niya yun. May, may comedy ba siya mga Barbie, mga Barbie fans dyan? Yes, <laughs> pero hindi man akong fan ni Barbie. Ah. Pero yung mga series niya like Meant to Be and yung bago mag-pandemic, yung anak ni Waray versus anak ni Biday. Biday. Kaya niya, ano, kaya, niya no? kaya ni Barbie to do comedy. Tsaka well, disclosure lang. Ay, sige. Eh, lagi siyang irritable doon. Yung naiirita siya. Tas, tsaka parang dinadaan niya lahat sa tawa. Ganyan. Ah, pwede, no? Pwede. Hindi mm-hmm. uh, ko nang ma-imagine na nagmumura si Barbie. 
Yun nga eh. Out of, out of type. Oh. Parang hindi sa type niya. Pero, yan. Thoughts ko about pero, the film. Ay, sige, sige. Sino yung gusto mong gano'n? Ako, parang dissenting opinion sa akin. Pero, actually, okay lang sa akin si, what's her name? Phyllis Grande. As dito sa role niya na to. Mm-hmm. Yung, yung description na cute yung acting niya. Parang weird lang yan. Parang, pero yung, yung other aspects of it. Like, yung pagiging disinterested niya na parang yeah. push over lang talaga siya. I think I th- naggumanan naman. I think yung parang approach niya to the role is parang deadpan siya eh. Hmm. Pagka deadpan. I guess kulang lang talaga dun sa yung pinapoint out ni Princess na specific scenes yung kung kailan nag-demand ng more out of her. Pero for most of it naman, okay lang. Okay. Ako personal thoughts about the film. I agree a, a bit with Rafi na absurdo siya in, it's a it's an exercise in absurdity but at the same time it's showing us that this happens in the this well not not necessarily the absurdity happens in the real world but why should we have to resort to absurd things just to keep up with yung expectations ng ng ano ng employers atin na kailangan na tipong unless marunong ka magkagibunshin technique mamamatay ka sa trabaho Ganon. Ganon ang peg ko sa kanya. And at yung end niya na tipong pareho silang mannequins sa store, na para silang nakadisplay lang, it shows na kahit na yung boss ni Phyllis Grande ay parang ano din, nadawit din sa sistema. Parang she's still under the same system na that exploits her as much as it exploits the character of Phyllis Grande. So, ayun. Parang it's just a... It sucks. <laughs> Mahirap maging trabahador sa Pilipinas. Yun lang. Hashtag regularization for all. <laughs> Any more thoughts about excuse me, miss, miss, miss? Ako, may naisip ako regarding excuse me, miss, miss, miss. Because, mm-hmm. di ba Q-Cinema to last year, pinalabas short film. And at the same time, pinalabas yung Babay at Baril, di ba? Janine Gutierrez. So yes. parang, magkaiba lang ng natawag dito. Approach? Nung approach or the conflict na nangyayari with the films. Pero ang makikita mo dito ay yung mga characters, victim din naman ng capitalist system. Ganun. Kaya diba nung ini-explain ng character ni Miles Canapi na mm-hmm. parang sumusunod lang din naman siya doon sa system and you cannot parang blame her. Kasi ayun na yun eh, nandun na yung sistema. So ano pa yung magagawa niya? And I agree with I agree with Rafi and says na yun nga, ang naging flow ng film dito ay yung acting nga ni, ano, ni Phyllis Grande. Kasi hindi niya masabayan yung intensity ni Angelina Canapi or ni Miles Canapi. When in fact, dapat napapantayan niya or nasasabayan niya, lalo na dun sa mga confrontation part ng uh, film. So ang naiisip ko na actress na pwede rin gumanap ay si Salid character no si Divine Auspina or si Divine yun lang yun lang okay pero hindi ba yung fact na hindi niya masabayan si yung ibang actors parang nakaka-contribute din din sa role kasi parang yun nga yung point di ba na hindi niya masabayan parang hindi siya maka-compete doon sa sistema may may pagka-meta siya no <laughs> pwede nga naman president yeah. actually president ayun so let's go to the slums yeah, the slums is another graduate of 
Cinema One Originals 2019. It's a film directed by Jan Andre Kobe. Kobe. And ano lang, trivia lang. Hindi ko rin napansin at first, kasi medyo nakalimutan ko na nung napanood ko yung The Slums at first, na iba pala yung, iba yung cut nito from the Cinema One version. In particular, yes. yung subtitles niya iba, which removes a layer of, removes an entire meta layer from the, from the whole thing. Pero yun, mm. it's, it's about, it's a mockumentary slash comedy film about an urban poor family terrorized by a documentary crew that promise to help them. Jim, your thoughts on the slums? It's wickedly funny and satirical nga siya. Yun, documentary siya. And yung mga ganitong films, we already saw it in Akin ng Corona and G. You know? And ang nakaka... Ang napansin ko dito or na-observe ko ay yung paggamit ng TV. Kasi di ba yung family, yung libangan nila is to watch TV. Tapos na, nasira, ganon. And at the same time, the style of the documentary na ginagawa ng mga filmmaker is ir- ir- irony nung, ano, nung pagkasira ng TV because the style of the documentary filmmaking ay hindi na siya realistic. For instance, dun sa eksena na di ba nasa table sila, nakamakain, dun ako natawa eh, yung sinabi, pwedeng pakitanggal yung table, ganun. Kasi nga, di ba, para to make it <laughs> realistic na mahirap. Pero kasi alam naman natin, hindi naman lahat ng mga nasa slums or squatters area ay may ganung setup. Magugulat ka nga kasi may mga nakatira sa squatters area. Sa labas, hindi maganda yung bahay. Pero sa loob, magugulat ka. May mga flat screen, may gadget, ganyan. Ah. Yun, ang, kumbaga, ang natatawa rin ako doon kasi ako na-experience ko na pag nagsishoot talaga sa public affairs, yung mga may eksena kasi dyan na yung nag-zoom in tapos nagta-tight shot. Uh-huh. Ganun na ganun kasi mag-shoot eh ng, ano, <laughs> ng show sa public affairs. I was able to experience it. Ganun. So, natatawa ako doon din yung kapag ganito po gawin natin, ganito ganyan, ganun. So, ayun. Eh, parang somewhat pinapaalala niya rin sa experience o nakapag-direct ng mga pag-shoot-shoot dati. Ayun. To those in the know, may alam ba niyo kung yung director nito worked in public affairs or some similar parang ano? No, but maybe we can ask him. Sige, tanongin natin pag nag-guest natin. Ayan. Thoughts on the slums. The slums, nakakatawa siya sa akin. Ang ganda ng, mas maganda admittedly yung Cinema One Cut kasi the subtitles are a big part of 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 yung yung disparity between what audiences see and what audience in the subtitles I mean what audiences see in the subtitles and what audiences hear doon sa sinasabi ng mga tao so sayang na nawala yung layer na yon in this ano hindi ko nga napansin at first eh ah, pero yun nga nakakatawa siya nakikita mo yung ano yung 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 reliance on some filmmakers not just documentary filmmakers but the filmmakers that make narrative films na, na fictional that depict poor people na sobrang minsan walang wala na silang dignidad Tin, tinatanggalan mo pa dun sa paggawa mo ng storya mo and maybe in some future films lalo na sa mga indie short section may makikita mo yon in full force pero in this case yan na nga eh Tapos, tipong 
masaya naman sa body image yung nanay, pero sinabihan siya, bakit may, meron bang, yung parang magtatanong ka na, meron bang mahirap na mataba? Meron naman, guys. <laughs> or, or yung si, ano, yung ka-actor ni Dylan Ray, na tipong, may mga binibigyan siya ng issue na wala naman siya. Tapos yung si, yung karakter ni Ken Ken Nuyad, na, Parang parang bata lang pero parang pinapalabas ng documentarians na meron siyang some kind of developmental problem na ganun. Any any more thoughts about the slums before we close this first part of Cinema Life? Mine are not thoughts really but more of like a question kasi mm-hmm. based on my research charot sa you know sa social media I've heard na the reason why this was the Cinema Life cut it was accidentally screened as an international cut kasi yan, yan yung international cut ng film eh. mm, okay. and you know the director and the producers you know decided even you know in the long run to just keep it as it is to just screen the international cuts as cinemalaya uh-huh. so that you know some of the juries if they're international audiences they would be able to understand the conceit behind the film so yun tanong uh-huh. ko is do you think it would have work um, cinema one cut which was very absurd to audience or to a wider range of viewers alam mo ano Rafi ang ang ironic no parang here is a film that's trying to criticize yung pag-iba ng ng form ng isang pelikula ng narrative structure ng isang pelikula to cater to international audiences and yun ang exactly na ginawa niya to defer to international judges. Parang, <laughs> parang it became the thing it wanted to destroy. <laughs> parang Yon. ano, it Nietzschean, ano, the, the monster staring the, back at the, from the abyss, gano'n. <laughs> but from what I've read, the director admitted it naman and he's not proud of, you know, what he has done with, with, <laughs> with, you know, showing the international cut, of course. Pero, yun nga, I think it's best for us to understand what his perspective was then of, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the decisions that they made. But I have to admit nga na the Cinema One original cut was leagues better than the Cinema Lala cut simply because of how it presented its themes. Kasi parang... Mm-hmm. With the Cinemalaya cut, like what you said nga, Doc, parang ano siya eh, parang ano siya, paradox. Kinontra niya yung gusto niyang sabihin. But this time around, <laughs> with paradoxes kasi meron pa ito parang wala nang sense yung, yung point mo. Ika nga ano eh, ika nga ni DJ Khaled eh, you played yourself. <laughs> Ganun ang nangyari sa akin. So, yun, parang, yeah, par- ano, sayang, pero hopefully in the future makita ulit ng mga tao nakapanood ng Cinemalaya at makita nila yung, yung, yung pang-Pilipino, kumbaga, quote-unquote, cut of the film. The Kobe cut. The Kobe cut. <laughs> Release the Kobe cut. <laughs> Ganun. Um, any more thoughts about the slums before we close this up? Okay na. Those are the 10 films of Cinemalaya 2020. Overall, pr- 
personally I, and I, I'm sure a lot of people will disagree with me. This is a this is an okay lineup. I guess compared yung pinaka point of comparison ko for this is yung mga shorts from other years. Na in fairness naman, especially maraming mga ano, maraming experimentations in form din dito. Yung fatigue for one, talagang iba iba siya, iba iba yung dating niya sa akin eh. And pati yung ano, pati yung ang pagpakalma sa unos, I really enjoyed that. And kahit na yung pinaka hindi ko gusto doon sa lineup na to, keri lang sa akin. It's not as horrible as the most horrible film shorts from other years. Pero I'm sure a lot of people will disagree with me. And that's okay. Ayan. May tanong pala ako. Di ba noong 2015, puro short films lang din ang City yep. Malaya? Yun yung pusong bato yung nanalo. I see. Sanctissima din ba? Naging part yun. If I'm not mistaken, yung kay Kenneth Dagat. Geografia. Ay, ang ganda ng year na yun. Ganda pala yung taon na yun. Uh, prototype niya yun for ano eh. For, for too cool to be forgotten eh. In terms of aesthetic, I guess. Yes, maganda yung lesyon. So, yun. If you have any more thoughts, let that... That was my first year. In fairness sa'yo, uh, uh, our junior member of <laughs> Cheret. Pero ang saya naman, Cinemalaya 20s, ang pinanood ko doon yung mga ano eh, yung mga from other countries eh, mga Asian visions, Juju Bells eh. Kasi di ba, walang Cinemalaya. Uh, in the tale of Princess Kaguya talaga. Ay, worth oh, oh. it. Yeah, yeah. So, masaya yung taon na yun, even though walang Cinemalaya entries. Ayun lang, sana next year bumalik na si Cinemalaya. Namimiss ko nang pumunta ng Singehan. Although, you know, I'm not I'm not super optimistic about it. Uh, pero yun, one, a man can hope. Para lang yung si si Ate sa Under the Sun naghahanap ng ulam. Hinahanap ni si Janjan. Hinahanap ko din so, ang Cinemalaya slash Gardenia, this is not a sponsored post. Yeah, Gardenia, please come back. Ay, trivia lang. Nung nanood ako ng Cinemalaya ngayon, as in, bumili talaga ako ng half loaf ng Gardenia. As kasi na-miss ko talaga. Nakita ko nga. As in, kinakain ko siya habang, shit, halos mangyak-ngyak ako. Parang, shit, Gardenia. Hashtag, hindi ko inaamin na kumain ako ng Gardenia sa loob ng PNA or Huseng Batute. Pero... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> Wala na. Bad na ako sa CCP. You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know. But masarap siya. Ayan, guys. So, stay tuned for the next part of our Cinemalaya 2020 coverage. We still have a lot of things to discuss. And on behalf of all of my co-members of Third World Cinema Club, we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. This show is produced by Cutprint Podcast Network. Executive Producer Patsy Ferrer, Head of Business Development KL Carpio, Creative Director Christine Anido, Podcast and Social Media Manager Mia Escondo, Sound Engineer Erica Santo Tomas. To advertise, email us at podcast at cutprintproductions.com. Third World Cinema Club.